Welcome on in to Philly Take with RB, another edition of the show. We were just live for the last three hours watching the Sixers game as they go down in Boston and yet another weird game. They fall 117 to 99 to the Celtics. They now fall to 33 and 25. They're only eight games above 500. They have lost 12 out of the last 16. And this team looks absolutely broken. You're probably sitting there wondering, RB, why are you doing a post-game video? We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, you're right. We haven't. And, you know, I would like to do more of these and implement some type of post-game show going forward. But as of late, to be quite honest with you, there has not been a lot to talk about. I mean, more so just on the negative side. But, you know, we just talked about the entire game for the last two hours, three hours. And there's not much to add on usually. But tonight, the reason I'm making this video is because I just feel like there's not anywhere to go. Like, I feel like this team is falling apart. The wheels are falling off. And when they say that Joel Embiid is the most valuable player, and by definition, we can all see he is the most valuable player. I didn't think it would be this bad. Like the team, literally, we always used to joke is a lottery team without Joel Embiid. They are a lottery team. And they go down to the Celtics. Now, again, I did not expect them to win this game. I'm not just making this video about this game. They fought hard. They brought it back to a two-point lead somehow and kind of reminded me of that game earlier this year in Boston where Patrick Beverly, Marcus Morris, and Paul Reed almost won the game. It was just very odd, and the Celtics weren't setting the world on fire. They come out in the third quarter, and you know they, they, go, they go off immediately, and then they just let it slip away. The Sixers went on like a 14-5 run. They come all the way back. They battle back. And then they bring it to a two-point game. Like, the game is in your hands. And at one point, Nick Nurse is so out of options. He's running with Tobias at center. He's running with uh, Bamba. He had to bring in Ricky Council and Campaign, who were huge sparks off the bench. But overall, this team has fallen apart, and they need to make changes immediately. And at the trade deadline, I said that, you know, they needed to address more of their needs that they had. And I didn't feel comfortable with them staying afloat. I didn't feel comfortable with that based on what they did. People were frustrated, but now they need to make changes, like more changes based on what they have. Just looking at this game tonight, you have to start off with Tobias Harris. I put out the video yesterday, but I'm serious. Like he needs to be benched now. Um, You don't have anything to lose. You're not trading him now. You're not going to do some type of sign and trade in the offseason. You're not going to wave him or buy him out or anything. I think the best circumstance here is to get Tobias Harris somehow in a different groove, get him in a different mindset, let him come off the bench for 15 minutes a game and see how he goes because he is not only, like I said in the video, a neutral effect, he is a negative effect. And tonight he goes 13 points in 29 minutes with two rebounds and no assists, does nothing defensively. He doesn't rebound. Okay, how do you only have two rebounds in 29 minutes? Paul Reed, the center, zero points and three rebounds. Literally, Mo Bamba, who has been awful lately, had to come off the bench and drop 10 and 6. Ricky Council had to put up 16 points, campaign with 13. And if it wasn't for Tyrese Maxey's incredible night dropping 32 points, this team would have been blown out by 50 like that game last year. So, look, this team is falling apart. And even if Joel Embiid comes back, let me know your thoughts down below. If Joel Embiid comes back, should they really try to make a push and go all in and like force him to come back? Because the way I'm looking at this team now, yes, Joel Embiid makes other players look better, but 
if he's not at 100%, are these guys going to look as good as they did before? I mean, I can't believe what I'm seeing out here. Kelly Oubre, one for six. He looks completely phased. Like, he is not even close to the player we saw three months ago. Buddy Hill was two for eight. He got cold in this game. Started off two for three. They go away from him, right? Who else in this game? I mean, Nico Batum, 20 minutes off the bench, one for four. The Sixers are getting no production. Kyle Lowry, one for three in 23 minutes. And now we get an update from Nick Nurse who says that there's concern about the Anthony Melton because he got injured in this game at some point. They said he was out with back spasms, and this is the same issue that caused him to be out for two months on, you know, unexpectedly. And now Gina Mazzell here says that Nick Nurse says there is concern about his back. So now he's up and down probably for the rest of the year. Nothing is going right for the Sixers team. You had a really good squad. You were connecting. Everything was great. Kelly Oubre gets hit by a car. Joel Embiid gets injured. Tyrese Maxey gets sick. Tobias Harris gets sick. Like, everything bad that could have happened to this team happened at the worst possible time right before the deadline, and Daryl Morey did not address enough needs on this team. Yes, he got a great movement shooter in Buddy Heald. Yes, he did a couple things in terms of getting picks, shedding salary to get below the tax, but at the end of the day, this team has a big man issue. They have a defense issue. And overall, they have a Tobias Harris issue. Now, here is the play that epitomizes the frustrations of Sixer fans. It just doesn't stop. And I was on the live stream, like I said, we were calling the game, talking about it. And I said in real time, like, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Look at this play. Tatum goes up, misses it. Okay, Porzingis has the length. He's going to get the rebound. Look at Tobias Harris right now. He's literally shying away from the basketball. And he's watching. He misses it again, Porzingis does. Tobias trying to get it. Okay, Maxi pulls it in. Lost it. Tobias Harris still trying to get it. Oh, here it is. Let me pick it up. Oh, wait, I can't. Brown, back to Porzingis. And he goes right in. That is insane. That is insane. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. Tobias Harris, I don't hate you as a person. Like I said yesterday, nothing personal. But it is time to pull the plug. He is unplayable. He is unplayable. In addition to the stat line, right? That right there. He is unplayable. You can't play him anymore. You have to put him in a different mode or mindset, whatever it is. Um, I mean, that is crazy. That is crazy. I, I've never seen a guy, let alone a $40 million guy, do that. That's unbelievable. Uh, what else in this game? I mean, Tatum didn't play that well. Ricky Council at one point was locking him up, which was nice to see. Porzingis was 5 for 12. Jalen Brown went 11 for 14. Uh, the Celtics, to me right now, are the deepest team in the league. If they don't win the finals this year, they're frauds. And at one point in this game, they look like frauds. But then they just turned up the dial, man, just like they did against the Knicks the other night. It's chipper bust for Boston and... I don't think they've ever had an easier path. Like maybe they choke again to Miami or, you know, the Knicks pull off some miracle run or Doc Rivers finally gets his head out of it. But listen, man, the Celtics are just that good. I did not expect the Sixers to win this game, but they lose to the Bucks, They lose to Doc Rivers. They lose to the Celtics and they're struggling to beat any team right now. They have a lot of issues and 10 years into the process. And here we are frustrated, wondering if we'll ever get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, you have to be frustrated, man. There's nothing else you could say. 
Sixer fans out there that want to paint others, you know, as negative right now. Yeah, I mean, they are. There's no other way you can be. Some people are mentally shutting down. Sure, you hope and pray Joel Embiid can come back. But I think my overall point of this video is whether he does or not, something has to change. I would give campaign more minutes the way he's been a spark plug off the bench. I would give Ricky Council. You see how he was attacking the basket? He comes right in and one easy. I would try to get creative, and I know Nick Nurse is limited. He is strapped right now with all these options, but there's nothing else you can do. One thing I will say in this game, which did not affect the overall outcome, like it's not why the Sixers lost, but the Celtics had 37 free throws in this game. The Sixers had 12. Like at some point, yes, the Sixers were fouling, but you know who they wanted to win, right? Like, come on now. They, they were literally just feeding the Celtics free throws at one point. Um, but yeah, it's bad. The Sixers have lost 12 out of 16 games. They shot 42 threes a night. Meanwhile, the Celtics went 5 for 22 from deep, and they turned it up at the end of the game, and the Sixers just went out sad yet again. It's unfortunate Maxie didn't have any help. It's unfortunate that we feel that there's so much weight on Joel Embiid's shoulders that if he doesn't come back, the season is doomed. But right now, if you look at the standings, the Sixers are closing in on getting near a playing spot. Yes, yes, they're only a game or whatever now ahead of who? Miami, Orlando, Indiana. In a week or two, if they don't pick it up and make some changes, they could realistically be in the play-in. And that is absurd for a team that felt like it was locked into the three seed with Joel Embiid. You lose your anchor. Yes, you get worse. Yes, you go down a hill. But it should not be this bad. Like, they are bad right now. And change needs to be made. Whatever that is, whatever it can be right now, I know they were playing a tough team tonight, but overall, the body language, the way they're going through certain situations, the way the offense looks, how it gets so ISO heavy, the way that Tobias Harris is dribbling out the shot clock and passing it off with 1.4 seconds left, the fact they don't even uh, switch on pick and rolls, two guys run into each other, they get caught on the same ball handler, it looks really bad. You're leaving shooters wide open, and they are taking advantage of it. And the Sixers need to win games. They need to win games if they want to have any chance to stay afloat in the hopes that Joel Embiid can come back and play after a torn meniscus. That's all I got. Voice your frustrations down below. Give me your thoughts. Thank you so much for always tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe. I will catch you on the next one. Peace.